0: It's time for High School Basketball. This state tournament basketball broadcast on News Channel Nebraska Radio is brought to you by Husker Power Products, your full-service irrigation headquarters in Hastings and Sutton. Mary Lanning Healthcare, your care, our inspiration. Nutrient Ag Solutions, for innovative technologies, local expertise, best-in-class solutions and service to help you lead the field this season and beyond. Now, let's go live courtside in Lincoln for state tournament basketball action. This broadcast is made possible by Terry and Jason Stark, your Hogemeyer independent representatives. Hogemeyer has over 80 years of legacy in products, service, and performance. While winning isn't everything at the high school level, it sure makes things a lot more interesting. To put a winning team to work for you with deep roots and a shared vision, call Terry and Jason Stark of Cutting Edge Seed and Chemical, your Hogemeyer Independent Representatives, 627-1064.
1: And good afternoon, everyone, and early evening, however you prefer to have it called. Doug Duda back with you here in Lincoln at the 2023 Girls State High School basketball tournament where we continue on with the quarterfinals in Class D1 as the Centura Lady Centurions back at state for the first time since 2011 will be in action against Elgin Public Pope John. Elgin, Pope John, Public, they've gone by three different names, Elgin High for a long time, then it was just Pope John, then it was Elgin, Pope John, and now uh, the teams have consolidated to uh, get here tonight and play in this state high school basketball tournament game. This is the Hogemeyer Hybrid's pregame show. I'll be joined by Will Reynolds from the Hastings Tribune to call tonight's basketball game as we look at this evening's action. We'll get into it in a little bit. But where have we been so far today? The state tournament going to a four-day format for the uh, girls and boys, both coming off COVID a couple of years ago, then last year the Big Ten wrestling tournament, which uh, made us go to a sixth-day tournament all in one week where we played Monday through Saturday and did the every-other-day thing. So whoever wins today is off until Friday. Then those in classes B, C2, and D2 will play Thursday, Friday, and Saturday. Here's what's happened so far today at the State High School Basketball Tournament. In Class A, the top seed, Millard South, defeats Lincoln Southwest 74-58. to They'll play Bellevue West Friday night at 6 o'clock, a 63-46 winner over Bellevue East. Millard North and Lincoln North Star will also be playing at Pinnacle Bank at 6, and then Lincoln High and Millard West at 7.45. C1, the semifinal field is set. Three-time defending champion North Bend scored the first 17 points of the game. UTan cut it to 2 at 35-33, but North Bend won it. 48-43. Malcolm avenged two of their losses from the regular season, beating Wahoo 46-32. Undefeated Bridgeport was given all they wanted by Lincoln Christian here today in Class C1 action. Of course, Lincoln Christian been so strong here the last few years in Class C1. And Lincoln Christian actually had the lead on Bridgeport. This game was close throughout. Lincoln Christian, who was the runner-up in both 19 and 20 and won the title in 17, fell short. To Bridgeport Bridgeport did prevail by a score of 61 to 57 and Adam Central was up in the third quarter on Gothenburg 26 to 13 before Gothenburg hit a three-pointer to take the lead in the fourth quarter and then Adam Central was able to uh, close the game on a 9-2 run and beat Gothenburg 45 to 38 Adam Central was in the class B semifinals last year C1 semifinals this year they'll play Bridgeport Friday at 10.45 on KHAS. They were the only team to beat Bridgeport in the regular season last year. Then Bridgeport fell in the state championship by a bucket to St. Cecilia and they're undefeated this year. So some ties there and Rachel Gooden in that game had a nice fourth quarter. In fact the free throws that put it away gave her exactly 1,000 points in her career. And then earlier today in D1, game we had for you to start the day. Ravenna was able to beat SEM 51-37. Torrey Sklenar had 26 points for the Jays. And Hastings St. Cecilia looked as good as they've looked in about a month as they down Elmwood Murdoch 49-37. to So St. Cecilia, who's been in four consecutive state finals, mostly in Class C, now in D1 will play Ravenna. And we'll have that game for you on ESPN Tri-Cities Friday morning at 9 a.m., After our Centura-Elgin game, it'll be Hardington-Cedar Catholic against Johnson-Brock at 7.45. The winners of these two games will play at the Devaney Center at 10.45. Now Class B tomorrow, Elkhorn North and Norris at 1.30, followed by York and Scotts Bluff, Scutt and Waverly at 6, followed by Sydney and Beatrice. C2 tomorrow morning at 9 a.m., Crofton against Cross County, followed by Oakland, Craig, and Ponca. Those are at the Devaney. And then Pender will play Clarkson Lee at 1.30 and Guardian Angels against Southern Valley at 3.15. And at D2 tomorrow morning, Fall City, Sacred Heart, and Layton at 9 a.m. at Pinnacle Bank, followed by McCool Junction and Humphrey St. Francis. Then tomorrow night here on the Vibe, at the Devaney Center, Shelton will play Wilcox Hildreth at six, followed by O'Neill St. Mary's, and why not? This is the Hogemeyer Hybrid's pregame show
2: as we get you ready for Centura and Elgin. Allo is turning 20 this year, and we plan to celebrate all year long. Since 2003, Allo has vowed to put customers first and deliver a drastically different experience. No matter where you live, work, or play, we believe you deserve an affordable, secure, and reliable connection. We're proud to have served our businesses and residents with seriously fast fiber optic service for two decades. Thank you for trusting Allo as your local internet, phone, and TV provider. Follow us on social media to know about the 20th anniversary celebrations in all our Allo communities.
3: Thanks, girl. 24-hour towing. Certified repair. No matter why, no matter where. 308-236-9951. Lock it in. Carney Towing and Repair.
1: It's time now for our injury report brought to you by Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center, getting you back into the game of life with a location near you. For Elgin, they have... Talen Sharp back in the lineup. She averages just over four points a ball game, but she was injured in the volleyball season, and it took her quite a while to get back in the lineup with her sister Ashlyn, who actually is one of the leading scorers on the team. But she's back here over the last third of the season and is in the starting lineup for Centura. They had their bumps and bruises. They had some players that were out for a while, uh, and, and you can kind of rotate through there, which has allowed their bench maybe to be a little bit deeper but they're all here tonight and ready to go. Our injury report brought to you by Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center getting you back into the game of life with a location near you
4: buzzesmarine.com
5: tonight's starting lineup is presented by five points bank better choices better service welcome to five points bank a very proud sponsor of all our area teams and coaches five points bank can take your banking and make it simple five points bank in grand island and Kearney, the better bank
1: now for the visitors the elgin public pope john Wolfpack, pack number three Five foot six inch senior Taylon Sharp averages four points and two rebounds a game. Number four, five foot ten inch junior Ashlyn Sharp, fourteen points, eleven rebounds a game. Number ten, five foot seven inch senior is Skylar Meese, six points and five rebounds a game. Number twenty one, five eight junior Kiara Eisenhower, fourteen and a half points, two rebounds a game, and number twenty two, five six senior Maddie Cole. Averages just about three points and three and a half rebounds a game. The head coach of the Wolfpack is Randy Eisenhower, assisted by Trent Ostransky, as they have been all together. This is their second trip to state, but all of the Elgin schools have been here a variety of times. They defeated Plainview and Boyd County in the sub-districts and beat a very good Maywood Hay Center team in the district final, 49-45. They're 22-4 and on the season and ranked sixth in the Omaha World Herald. We'll come back and take a look at the starting lineup for Centura right after this.
5: Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center, getting you back into the game of life. With several locations in Kearney and surrounding areas. Ask your doctor how Family Physical Therapy can improve your quality of life. Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center, excellence in rehabilitation, is a very proud supporter of all of our area athletes. In and out of the game. Locations serving Kearney, Lexington, Minden, Ravana, and Wood River.
1: And continuing on with the starting lineup. First off, we looked at Elgin. Now we'll take a look at the Centura Centurions. Wearing number zero is the five-foot-seven-inch junior Kaylee Coglin, seven and a half points, three rebounds a game. Number one, five-foot-four-inch junior Kiara Wooden, ten points, five rebounds. Number twelve, five-seven senior Taya Christensen, nine points, three rebounds a game. Leading the way for the Centurions is number 14, the six-foot senior, Sidney Davis, 15 points, six-and-a-half rebounds. And number 24 is five-foot-nine-inch senior, Paige Crawford. Averages about two-and-a-half points, three rebounds a game. And Centura can go as many as nine deep. We might see Katie Heldenfeld, Hope McDonald, most likely we'll see Ella Rasmussen, Lakota Shalaski comes off the bench as well as a post. The head coach is Latheon Brown, assisted by Scott Cornick and Ashlyn Roth. The 12th trip to state for the Centura Centurions, their first since 2011. They defeated SEM and handed Ravenna just their second loss of the year in the sub-district final, and then beat Nebraska Christian convincingly in the district final, 61-32. They're 23-3, and after that winning, it's Ravenna, number one in the state of Nebraska. And those are the starting lineups, brought to you by Five Points Bank, the better bank, for Elgin as a school, 1992. This Elgin Public Pope John team was here in 2017. And then when you look at just... Pope John coming in before the schools merged. They had been here a few times themselves, but not since 2008 when they were the D1 runner-up. For a long time under Kathy Mettenbrink, nobody could hardly beat the Centurions. That was such a great Luplatt conference, and Centura has not won a state tournament game since 2002 when they beat Gordon in the opening round. You've been listening to the Hogemeyer Hybrids pregame show. Contact Terrier Jason Stark here, Hogemeyer Hybrids seed dealer. We're getting ready for Centura and Elgin right here on the Vibe 98.9, KKPR FM, Carney Dennebrock, Bolas, and the World Wide Web at NewsChannelNebraska.com. Bob here
3: from B&B Carpet and Donovan. With all the changes in flooring, it's hard to know what to do. Come in, and we'll guide you through the whole flooring process. Our entire B&B family is still here. At B&B, we are known for our knowledge and our friendly service. Please remember us when you're looking for flooring. Our customers say, B&B,
0: that's where we always go. For professional service to keep your business running smoothly, call Hellman, Maine, Kostler, and Cottle. Don't let your financial accounts become overtaxing. Let Hellman, Maine, Kostler, and Cottle take care of the accounting while you worry about taking care of your business. They can do it all, from a large company to small businesses. They make it a priority to do the best to help take the stress out of the numbers. Best of luck to all the area athletes in tonight's game from Hellman, Maine, Kostler, and Cottle. Does your business need help financing new construction
7: equipment, trucks, or trailers? Or do you need financing for a new motorhome, fifth wheel, or ATV? Currency is here to help. Just fill out an application and Currency Finance will find a lender offering the best rates and terms. Visit GoCurrency.com for details. Offers may vary and arranged by Express Tech Financing, LLC, DBA, currency pursuant to CFL license 60DB0-54873.
1: Doug to Will Reynolds joining in here. And Will, uh, should be a pretty good basketball game here between teams that don't have a lot of state tournament experience.
8: Just a new experience, I think, for everybody involved. And uh, sometimes that brings out really good games. Sometimes it brings out really ugly, sloppy games. And so we'll see what we're in in store uh, for us tonight. But uh, really good basketball team. Centura, obviously, number one in the state. Elgin, public Pope John, probably going to fight an uphill battle. But we'll see what happens here at Tip-Off.
1: And let's see who can get some offense going first in this basketball game as well. As we get ready to go, Sydney Davis will jump it up against Ashland Sharp. The student section's right behind us. The ball is in the air, and Wooden will win the opening tip. Lob it underneath, but overshoot Taya Christensen, and out of bounds it'll go. So Centura was trying to score off the opening tip and threw it away, and this will be very annoying.
8: <laughs> students right behind us at Devaney can't uh, can't hear much, but we'll try.
1: And the other students, not Centuras, but Wooden steals it away on the backcourt. Brings it in. Short jumper missed it. Rebound brought down by Eisenhower. And the ball's going to roll out of bounds and turned over by Elgin. So Elgin, two turnovers here in the first 20 seconds of the basketball game. And both teams trying to come out a little too aggressive, too fired up here. And Centura has the basketball. Not afraid to shoot a few three-pointers. Christensen with the basketball, gives it to Wooden. Looks like the Wolfpack wants to play a little bit of a zone here. They'll get it to Coughlin into the left-hand corner, try to drop it into Davis. She is double-teamed, and the ball will go out of bounds. Tipped last by the Wolfpack. A little little shocked there wasn't a a foul there on the Wolfpack. Wooden to throw it in. Finds Crawford up top to Davis. They don't guard her. She'll get a straightaway three on the way. Almost banked it in. It's too strong. And the rebound brought down by Sharp. Sharp will bring the ball in the front court. Looks to kick it into the left-hand corner. Driving the baseline. Knocked out of bounds off of Skylar Meese. And we are going to get a foul called here on the Centurions. And it's going to go against Kiara Wooden. Wooden is so aggressive, she'll by far be the most aggressive player on the floor, but sometimes she does pick up those fouls. Got to be careful, can't afford to have her in early foul trouble here tonight. Inbounds pass right underneath the hoop. The short jumper is no good. And the offensive rebound, nope, it's going to be deflected to Paige Crawford. Off the miss of Meese. And Crawford will get it to Wooden, up to Davis, kicks it to the trailer. Crawford, she'll pull up for three. It's short, no good. Rebound grabbed underneath by Wooden. She'll put it up, no good. Trying to save it again. The ball will be picked up here by Skyler Meese. Meese pushes it up. Wooden knocks it away from behind, runs all the way to the other end, ends up on the floor. That won't be the first time. And the ball's out of bounds off of Centura. Feel that breeze come by as
8: Wooden was bursting down the floor.
1: That's why she is so fast inbounds and a wide-open three, but the Wolfpack is no good, so they miss it. Get the long rebound here for Eisenhower, and they'll set it up again against the Centura 3-2 zone. Ball in the left-hand corner. Try to get it down low. Wraparound pass from Scharf is going to be tipped out of bounds here by the Centurians. So like we saw in a couple earlier games today, getting the hand on a lot of passes. We saw that from Ravenna today playing SEM in the opening game this morning. Yeah, Mustangs really struggled against Ravenna's defense inside. So the ball comes back into the hands here of the Wolfpack. Get it back out of the right wing here for Eisenhower. She takes another three. It's no good. Rebound grab here by Taya Christensen. Still looking for our first points of the basketball game. Minute and a half in. Christensen with a nice move. Lobs it underneath for Davis. It's going to be knocked away and stolen, but not quite good enough to keep it inbound. Sharp. I thought she was going to head up the floor with it and end up losing the ball out of bounds. So it comes back over to Centura underneath their own hoop. Wooden to throw the basketball in. Throws it out the left wing. Centurions will get it to Christensen up top. Extended into a 2-3 zone. Back over to Crawford. Crawford dribbles it to the top of the circle. Swings it over on the right wing for Coglin. Now Wooden. She'll try a pretty deep three. It's off the mark. 0 oh, of 3 from downtown. And Wooden comes in and gets her own rebound. She's all the way now out at midcourt. They're trying to pick her pocket from behind. She gets it to Christensen right down the middle of the lane. Steps to the left, steps to the right. The layup is no good. Colm gets the rebound. And it has been not very uh, cognizant right now. Not a good flow to this basketball game in the first two and a half minutes. As Elgin gets it into the paint here. Looking for a shot as sharp. Taylor kicks it out to Sister Ashland. Now between the circles and the Wolfpack will reset it. Holding the basketball is sharp. Lob pass in the corner and Sydney Davis, tomahawk chop, blocks that one out of bounds. Kiara Eisenhower knew that that was going to get blocked, so she smiles and says it's still our basketball. Centura with their first substitution. Katie Haydenfelt checks in for Crawford scoreless through the first two and a half minutes trying to change that to Wolfpack packet Wooden steps in and gets the steal and she's fouled, that'll be the third turnover here for Elgin Public Pope John and Kiara Wooden right in there getting after it foul I'm, will be called on Maddie Cole. I'm
8: very impressed with Wooden right now just her, how active she is on the floor I, I, I hope she, she has iron lungs, I mean I hope she, yeah. she's able to catch her breath or maybe she doesn't need to
1: that is the key. Keep keep enough of a little break in there for her to get her her wind and then don't get into foul trouble. She's already picked up one early. And we're scoreless with 5-10 to go. She throws it away. Wooden trying to get it to Coglin into the corner. And out of bounds it goes. Second turnover here for the Centurions. So the Wolfpack will throw it in against a 2-1-2, 3-quarter court zone. Knocked away by Coglin. Another turnover by Elgin at midcourt. Davis with it. Tries to work around traffic. A forced jumper in the middle of the lane. Well defended. Shot no good. Rebound brought down by Scharf. Outlet pass into the front court. They'll find Eisenhower. She goes back to Scharf. The trailer. Gets it down to the left block. Pump fake. Coughlin stowing away. And then a whistle at a timeout. Going to be called here by Centura. They're the first to blink. We have played over three minutes and nobody has scored in our ball game. 445 to go in quarter number one and it is scoreless. This time out brought to you by ENT Physicians. At Platteville Lexington, Kearney, Heartland,
4: Chevrolet, Buick, Lexington, we are proud to have been serving the local communities of Central Nebraska since 1982. 40 plus years of taking good care of the best customers anywhere, from a great selection of pre-owned vehicles to new Ford, Lincoln, Dodge, Chrysler, Jeep, Ram, Chevrolet, Buick, Platteville Heartland, Chevrolet, Buick are the only things you need to know for all your automotive needs. Sales, service, parts, tires, and so much more. Central Nebraska's leader in the auto Automotive industry, at Lexington, Carney, Heartland, Chevrolet, Buick, Lexington.
1: Our state tournament basketball brought to you by Mary Landing Healthcare. Your care, our inspiration. Doug, due to Will Reynolds with you here from the Devaney Center in Lincoln. Out of the timeout called by Centura, Sydney Davis stutter dribble against the pressure, brings it up right side of the key, runs into the defense, loses the basketball away, and then a foul on Davis trying to get the ball back. And, Will, what you're just seeing is breaking the press and not stopping, just going into the lane, running into the offender, losing the basketball, having it knocked away. They're trying so hard to break the press. We haven't had a good-looking shot in a long, long time. We had some early threes, but we're not even getting those right now. I think the
8: only sort of set offense has been by Elgin Public Pope John here, and that's been against
1: the 3-2 zone. And the jumper is up and in by Kiara Eisenhower to start the scoring in this ball game for Elgin. And they'll lead it by a score of two to nothing. Davis throws over the top, finds Christensen. They got a three-on-one. Christian comes in, tries, puts it off the window, too strong. It's no good. Rebound by Martinson, who's checked into the ball game. She's tied up. Jump ball. Arrow points the way of Elgin. And then something that you saw right there on that fast break, too, Will. They broke the press. They had a three-on-one. But both Of the Centura players were standing in the corner behind the three-point line, which makes it a one-on-one. Centura's got to attack the basket on a three-on-one. Don't just clear the way for Davis because you know they're going to cover her. Let her pass it off. And the Elgin uh, defender did a good
8: job of staying in the lane, so Davis had to go around her, or at least try to, and she ended up getting
1: loose with it. And right before Elgin turns it over, (laughs) we're going to get a timeout. As coming across the half-court line was Kate Furstenau, who started... The first half of the year, when Scharf was injured, she came across the timeline, stopped. She was about ready to throw it away, and Coach Eisenhower said, "No, we better call a timeout right here." So we he did. Brought to you by ENT Physician of Carney, taking care of you since 1994. Located where you need us, specializing in you. It's two to nothing in favor of Elgin, midway through the first quarter of play. Our final radio game of the day, and 7.45 will be the final games to tip off tonight. Winner of this plays Friday morning at 10.45, back here at the Devaney. And the Wolfpack will throw it in with that 2-0 lead, get it in to Talon Scharf. Scharf rotates it around here. It looks like maybe, I thought maybe Centur was going to change their defense a little bit, but they went back to zone, chasing it a little bit more. In the right-hand corner with a basketball, Scharf gives it out of the right wing to first it out back to Sharp. corner three is no good rebound fought for and we're gonna get Sydney Davis with a foul trying to steal it away and Sydney Davis with her second personal foul 3.38 to go here in the first quarter there's going to be no free throws. First and I is standing at the free throw line for shots. Instead, it'll be a three-pointer in the corner. Again, it's no good from Sharp. The ball is kicked out of bounds, and it's going to belong to Elgin. And into the ball game now for Centura will be Lakota Shaleski. And if they could just for one time run a half-court set, she could be big in the ball game. Lakota standing at six foot, the tallest player here for Centura and elgin able to sub some of their starters back into the ball game as they inbound here on the left wing to skyler meese up top sharp dribbles right side gives it off for eisenhower back up top meese reverse it left corner to colm colm starts to drive bounce pass up top bounce pass inside looking for Scharf. ashland's on the floor we're going to get a jump ball the arrow points the way of centura and that'll be elgin's sixth turnover here in the first quarter but centura has not scored and outside of their three threes they haven't even had a good look so let's see if they can break the press here Three fifteen to go in the first quarter wood brings it across the timeline down the middle of the lane kicks it into the corner a three-pointer on the way by hayden felt no good pick back up and scored Chalus- uh, Chalusky. Chalusky able to come underneath lakota we talked about her getting into the ball game steps underneath Gets the offensive rebound. Now Chileski steals it at the other end. And another turnover for Elgin. Pretty much an excited crowd for a 2-2 ball game. Driving in, Christensen fouled. And I, I'm telling you, we played five minutes, and Centur hasn't run a set play. It's all transition. It's all quick shots. And their first bucket came on a Shalesky offensive putback. And at the free-throw line, Christensen to shoot two, and she'll make the first one. So, Centura, just like that, three in a row, and they got the lead.
8: I mean, you said it. That's about all they've been afforded is a a second-chance putback and
1: a couple of three-pointers that have been off the mark. Mees had the foul. The second free-throw is no good. The rebound is brought down by Scharf, and here come the Wolfpack across the timeline. Extending that zone defense. Centura's really changed some things up. 3-2 again into the right hand wing. They'll get it to first down. Bounce pass into the right-hand corner to Sharf. Pass knocked away by Wooden. Wooden grabs it. Wooden's heading the other way. In traffic. She's fouled. She'll go to the line and shoot two. Sierra Wooden with yet another steal. And it's amazing that Elgin has turned it over eight times. And Centura's had some transition. They haven't converted a single one of them.
8: I, I was just going to say. Now, how can you harness that energy and that transition offense into points?
1: Going to have to convert from the free throw line. And Kiara Wooden puts the first free throw on the way and bounces off the front of the rim and in. Her first point of the basketball game. 4-2 to Centura. 2.20 to go in the first quarter. Over in Class A, Millard North leading Lincoln North Star, 11-4. In the first quarter. And the second free throw on the way, and it's good. So Kiara Wooden makes it a five to two basketball game, and puts the pressure on. One, two, two trap. Ball goes through first, and now's hands, and it's picked off. Paige Crawford comes out of there with a the basketball. Back over to Christensen on the left wing, tries to drive inside, leaves it for Wooden, fakes the three into the paint, runner from nine in and out, no good. And Shaleski going to be called over the back. <laughs> Lakota. (laughs) She got the rebound. They called the foul. She turned and looked right at our table and said something she shouldn't have probably said in frustration, but everything's okay. Kind of said it under her breath. Always fun to watch the youngsters. Being six foot tall is hard sometimes. Yeah, she was there, and we are going to get a travel called on the trap right across the timeline. Elgin is getting themselves into that trouble that you teach from day one do not come across midcourt and stop because you just get trapped you can't go to the side you can't go backwards because it's over and back or out of bounds and then you got two defenders in front of you nowhere to go and they've done out about four times crawford for three it's no good chileski the rebound she's fighting backwards so she puts it up it's no good it's off elgin and out of bounds so chileski kind of got that one off balance and so she didn't travel she said i better throw this back up there and it ends up staying with Centura, a 5-2 lead. 140 to go here in the first quarter, and we're going to get a foul away from the basketball running through the screen of Paige Crawford. Is Skylar Meese, and that would be her second personal foul. She has the only two fouls, excuse me, two of the three fouls for Elgin. So Centura will take it out underneath their own hoop, set the screen on the left wing to Crawford, right back to Wooden who threw it in. Kiera reach in foul. Eisenhower, Kiara, reached in and tried to whack it out of her hands, and all she got was arm. That'll be her first personal foul. Our state tournament basketball action is brought to you by Husker Power Products, your full-service irrigation headquarters in Hastings and Sutton. It has been a battle in the first six and a half minutes. (laughs) Five to two, Centura. Crawford into Shaleski in the paint, back to the bucket, throws it out top to Wooden. Over on the left wing, Crawford, and now we are going to get a three-second call on Chileski. Once she got the ball in the paint, she looked for a chance and then kicked it out and then never did leave the lane, and that made it a little easier for the official to call it. Plus, the Elgin student section was counting up to about seven. 5-2, 5-2, Centura, Elgin across the timeline, and they dribble it out of bounds as they do the same thing we were talking about, running out of real estate in front of the scores table. That is an amazing 11 turnovers by Elgin in the first quarter. They've only got one bucket, and yet they're only down
8: three. Well, it's 5-2. It's 5-2, Doug, and they have 11 turnovers.
1: Into Chelesky. She catches. She's doubled. She's getting hounded. She kicks it back out to Coglin, who will give it off to Crawford. Davis is on the bench with those two fouls. Here's a three-pointer. Christensen, high archer, no good. Chileski got a rebound, put it back up and in. No stopping the Big Cat here in the first quarter of play. That's her second bucket and a five-point lead here for Centura, 7-2. Then she tips the ball an outlet pass into the hands of Wooden. Baseball pass to the other end, and they throw it away right back. But there's only one speed that Kiara Wooden knows and that is 125 mile an hour. Full throttle all the
8: time, and I love it. I mean, it's it's bringing energy to her team and obviously creating
1: turnovers. What kind of sprint car do you think she runs for a hobby? She loves the speed as the Wolfpack have it with 30 seconds to go here. In the first quarter, they trail 7-2. to two. Scharf gets it into the right-hand corner. Here's a three-pointer over everything by Ashland. Rebound, though, is grabbed offensively by first and down. They'll try again. How about a 19-footer that's up and in? Finally answering the bell is Maddie Colm, and that'll make it 7-4 with 15 seconds to go. Centura won't have to waste much time. Wide open underneath Sheleski, They get it to her. She missed the layup, though, and the Wolfpack will get the rebound. Don't foul. A double dribble with four and a half seconds called on Elgin Public Pope John as the rebound was grabbed by Sharf. So four and a half seconds for a legit shot here as the Centurions will get the ball underneath their own hoop, get it to Coglin, rotate it up top, Christensen, and they're not going to get a shot away. So that'll be the end of the first quarter of play. It's Centura 7, Elgin Public Pope John 4. This is the D1 State Basketball Tournament on the Vibe, 98.9 and newschannelnebraska.com.
7: Downey Drilling in Lexington is a proud supporter of all the area athletes. Downey Drilling designs and installs complete water well systems for all your water well needs. We drill wells for agriculture, municipal, commercial, domestic, residential, and geothermal loop fields. From the well drilling to the pump installation and service, Downey Drilling Incorporated is your complete water well provider that takes pride in providing outstanding service to all its customers. Online at downeydrilling.com.
9: Mary Lanning has been a very successful hospital in the area, a longstanding service to the community for over 100 years now. One of the important things that set Mary Lanning apart is its focus on safety and service to the community. My family grew up in this area. My parents both went to Hastings High School, and my grandparents lived in the town. So I think it's, it's part of the culture here in the Midwest. So I think it just is carrying over from the culture in this area to being practiced through the hospital.
1: Doug Duda, Will Reynolds, back with you here in the Carney Towing and Repair broadcast booth The second quarter. Elgin will get the ball to start it. Turnaround jumper, partially blocked. Sidney Davis who's playing with two fouls. It goes out of bounds to Centura. Off the shot from Kiera Eisenhower. So Davis, right away, smart play. They took it at her with those two fouls, and she did not commit the third, and now Centura throws it away. Six turnovers for the Centurions, but 13 for Elgin. 0 of 5 from 3-point land for Elgin, 0 of 6 from Centura. I guess kind of the difference is Centura, 3 of 4 at the line. Their only two field goals are from Lakota Chileski off the bench. And she is back on the bench as we went back to the starters here for Centura. Wolfpack with a basketball, Eisenhower and Colm are the two players with a bucket. They haven't even attempted a free throw. Try to get it to the free throw line. Crawford steps in front. Comes away with the steal. Both teams turn it over on their opening possession. Davis into the corner. Three-pointer coglet on the way. It is short. Rebound brought down by the Wolfpack. Scharf grabs it. They out-rebounded Centura. 11-8 unofficially in that first quarter. And Davis now steps in front and makes another steal. I'll tell you what will. Up next is Cedar Catholic and Johnson Brock. As Davis pulls up for a transition three, it's no good. Ball is put back up and in, though, by Crawford. Paige Crawford gets the second offensive putback here. And just going back to my original point, Cedar Catholic and Johnson Brock, if their fans are here, they've got to be licking their chops going, all we got to do is win tonight and we're in the finals because that is how this first ten minutes of this ball game has looked. Real rough for these two teams. But Centura still ahead. Just take care of the ball and score some points. Uh, I think that's what you're thinking if you're one of those two teams later tonight. Elgin with the basketball. Corner three on the way. No good. 0-6. Rebound brought down by Christensen. Christensen gets shoved to the ground. And that'll be foul number six of the ball game here on Elgin Public Pope John. And it's going to be called on Taylan Scharf.
8: Her first. I tell you what, I'm more impressed with Latheon Brown's suit jacket and the button not popping off just yet because he has stretched that thing, thing to its maximum.
1: He's got the wardrobe, too, and we've seen it. Classy. With the basketball, Centura leading it by five. Working it around Davis, down on the low block. Christensen spins to her right, throws it off the window and in. And Christensen with her first bucket of the ball game. A seven-point lead for Centura. 11 to 4. Two minutes gone here. Wood went for the steal. Didn't quite get it. Now Talon Scharf heads into the front court with it. Picks the dribble up. Needs some help. Bounce pass over to Mees, Right back to Scharf. Fires it through the paint on the right block. They get it to Colm. Colm blocked by Sidney Davis. Her third per- block shot. It's going to be out of bounds to Centura. I'll tell you what. The Centurions play with no fear. They just play with no fear. Davis. Two fouls, don't care. Going to play as if I had none, and it was one minute to go in the game. And when you've got the depth, like a little
8: bit of what they have, I think you're, you're able to do that. It frees you up a little bit. And up the
1: front court, Davis just stopped short of midcourt. She's doubled, so goes to Coglin. Coglin <laughs> gives it back over to Sydney. And Davis with a basketball. Has it knocked away. Steal is made. Turnover, Centura. That'll be their seventh. They've got numbers, does Elgin. Little pump fake. And a walk. Wipes out the shot attempt of Martinson. Looked like she came to a pretty clean jump stop. And then acted like she was going to pass it and didn't. And that's when the ref said, nope, I'm going to blow the whistle. Coming up at the half, the Ravenna Sanitation Halftime Report. First half stats and scores from other games today. And an outlet pass thrown away again here. Centura right idea just not connecting on these long passes. Their eighth turnover. They continue to put this pressure on, and Wooden goes for the steal. Lucky she didn't get called for the foul. The ball's still in the backcourt, close to a 10-second call. And we get a whistle, and are we going to get a timeout? I guess we are. They were a little afraid that they weren't going to break the 10-second mark, which they didn't look like they would. So it'll be a timeout here by Eisenhower, Coach Eisenhower and Elgin. With five minutes to go
0: in the second quarter, and it's 11-4, to Centura here on the Vibe. Ravenna Sanitation provides the perfect solution for any solid containment requirement. From the old shingles off your roof to a remodeled job, Ravenna Sanitation delivers a roll-off box to your house or side of the project. You fill it up, and they pick it up. No more making several trips back and forth to the dump. Rely on Ravenna Sanitation to take care of it for you. Ravenna Sanitation is the quality, dependable trash hauling service you've been looking for. Ravenna Sanitation serving all of Buffalo County.
1: Doug Duna, Will Reynolds, back with you here on The Live 989 and NewsChannelNebraska.com. Our state tournament action is brought to you by Nutrient Solutions for innovative technologies, local expertise, best in class solutions, and service to help you lead the field this season and beyond. It's 11-4, to Centuro with the lead, and Elgin has the basketball. Over on the right wing, they'll get it to Martinson. Martinson, skip pass over to the left wing, fighting to save it as first and out. Kicks it out for a three-pointer, no good by Meese. Rebound long in front of the bench, and staying in bounds to grab it will be first and out. She ran all the way over there to get it, now hands it off to Scharf. Left corner, and the jumper is good for first and out. So she's getting all over the place here, and that'll be the first points of the second quarter for Elgin. And now we're going to get a jump ball. Arrow points the way. of uh, said Tura in the back court. Four sixteen to go here in the first half of play, and it is eleven to six Centura. shelaski checks back in, as does Katie Hayden, Felt, Davis, Wooden, and Christensen stay on the floor for Centura. And the Wolfpack coming all the way out to give him problems. Tried to get it to Wooden, ball got away. Another Centura turnover, their ninth. And picking it up on the right wing is Hope McDonald. Excuse me, is a Scharf. Sharp skip pass, throws it down the corner, up the hallway, around to the concession stand. And I have that as turnover number 17 for Elgin. It is a struggle here in the first half, but... Sometimes you gotta win ugly, and there's a lot of basketball still to play, just as Michigan State's men who played here in Lincoln last night. Wooden across the timeline, comes to the jump stop, kicks it over to Christensen. Open three, decides to pass up on it. Still with the dribble now, gives it to Wooden. Shaleski at the high post, lobbing into Davis. Great catch, but she hit the bottom of the rim and away up. And the rebound brought down by Ashlyn Sharp. Her fourth. She'll push it up with the left-hand dribble, and Wooden steals the outlet pass away again. She's double teamed in the backcourt, trying to get out of there. Now she does, so Zentora has numbers. Kicking it into the left-hand corner. It's a three. It's no good by Christensen. Rebound comes out top of the key. Wooden went after it, but it's grabbed by Taylin Scharf. And an over and back on Elgin. Boy, they just can't help themselves, Will. They just can't help themselves. Nobody was guarding them, and they still threw it backwards for an over and back.
8: I hardly have any words for 19 first-half turnovers. I'm sure the coach will at halftime, but I don't know
1: if I've seen that before. 11-6, to six, though. Centura, as they get it down to Shaleski on the right block, turnaround jumper partially blocked, comes up short. Good defense down low by Skyler mees Scharf gets the rebound, and another chance here for the Wolfpack of Elgin Public Pope John. Top of the circle, fired into the right-hand corner. Another three on the way, and it's in and out for first and out. Rebound grab. Sidney Davis will head the other way. Wooden back to Davis. Pushes up with the right-hand dribble. Back out to Wooden. And again... You would just seem like Davis who gets a screen from Cholesky, comes right in and lays it up and in. I couldn't even get the words out of my mouth. Well, that's the first bucket of the ball game for Centura's leading scorer, Sidney Davis. And with Davis and Chaleski out there and Wooden at the guard, they look like they should have a lot better opportunity here to be putting points on the board. And again, a turnover on Elgin as they are unable to get the ball into the front court and the pressure wasn't even that great that time. So Elgin just got to figure it out here. They are really, really struggling for a team that is 22 and 4 on the season. And Centura kind of needs to widen the gap here. When you force that many turnovers, it should not be this close of
8: a game. That's just what I was going to say. You got to put some points up, and they're trying to do that here
1: late in this first half. Coughlin up to Wooden, straightaway three. Kiara knocks it down. That's the first three pointer of the ball game for Centura, and the first field goal. For wooden and it's now a 10 point lead. Two minutes to go here in quarter number two. Little give and go to Eisenhower. Skips it into the corner. Another Wolfpack three that's over everything. No good. Shaleski grabs her fifth rebound here of the first half. And we're going to get a whistle and a travel in the backcourt. Is that what we have? Yeah. A turnover here on Centura. So they've given it up 10 times which is too much. Wolfpack ball underneath their own hoop. Get it on the right block for Martinson. Breno looking for some help. Picked her dribble up. Bounce pass to the free throw line. First and out. Runs into the defender. Puts it up. No good. Got her own rebound. No good. And it'll be Sidney Davis to come out of there with it. A minute and a half to go here in quarter number two. Centura leads it by 10, albeit 16 to 6. Crawford into the paint, Cholesky out top, Davis, takes one dribble, 12 footer, too strong, ball deflected off two hands of Centura and first and now grabs her fifth rebound for Elgin. Into the front court, they'll fire it over to Martinson, Martinson left side of the key, takes a step, fires it up top, open underneath, good pass to Cole, and she got fouled.
8: <laughs> Just about got tackled down there by Cholesky.
1: So we will get the foul on Lakota, That'll be her second. She has two. Davis has two. Wooden has one. So still no free throws, and Davis is going to come out. Minute four to go in the half. Try to save those two fouls. Inbounds pass to the right block. Turnaround jumper is no good by Martinson. Fighting for the loose ball. Chileski shovels it out there on the right wing. It gets stolen away. Then it's blocked by Wooden. How many times? It is a melee underneath, and finally they're just going to say it's a jump. We had a Shaleski rebound who passed it out to Christensen who turned it over and then Wooden immediately blocked the shot attempt underneath the hoop. Then we get a jump and it's Elgin Ball. 51 seconds to go here in the first half. And it's stolen away. Coughlin. 45 seconds to go here in the second quarter. 16-6 to center up drive dish into the corner Crawford skip pass over to Coughlin weak side right side skips it right back over Christensen one dribble tries to get into the paint they're gonna get her for a travel and then you, you sit here and you go so is the defense that good or is it different than what we've seen already today there's good defense but not for the 33 turnovers that we have seen combined in the first half. half. It, it's taken them longer, I think, than they
8: they anticipated to settle in, for sure.
1: So 20 seconds to go in the half. Only two points in the quarter for the Wolfpack, trying to make a steal. A foul on Taya Christensen. Her first, it's still just the sixth team foul. But and I also so, don't, sorry, I also don't think if
8: you're Centuri, you can complain about too much either because... No, no. You know, you're up 16-6, and you forced 31 turnovers, 26 turnovers, or 20, 21 turnovers, excuse me.
1: Lob it down low, short jumper. They finally get Ashlyn Sharp, her first bucket of the ball game. Eight seconds to go. Wooden checks the clock up ahead to Coglin. Coghlan gets to the three-point line and just throws it up no good. And that is the end of the first half of play. Our high school state tournament basketball brought to you by certified Piedmontese beef. Italian heritage bread, Nebraska raised perfection. It's lean, it's tender, it's delicious. Check it out at cpbeef.com and they'll deliver it right to your doorstep anywhere in the country. Certified Piedmontese beef. It has been a struggle and your score at the half, Centura 16 and Elgin Public Pope John 8. We'll be back with the Ravenna Sanitation Halftime Report.
7: Family owned and operated for 30 years, Holdridge Irrigation is here to help you with any of your irrigation needs. Our four locations can compete with any other irrigation company in sales and service. Holdridge, Lexington, Alden, and Ravenna all have incredible stores where you can get any Ranky Pivot part and talk to some amazing people. Stop by and meet the family anytime between 8 and 5, Monday through Friday. For more information, check us out at HoldridgeIrrigation.com or give us a call at 308-995-4000 to schedule an appointment for a quote on a
1: new Ranky Pivot.
5: If you find yourself wondering, but do I really need life insurance? The short answer is yes. The long answer is a bit more personal and might include things like student loan debt, mortgage payments, or funeral expenses. No matter what stage of life you're in or what expenses you might leave behind, life insurance coverage is a smart move. Contact me, McKinsey, at 308-234-2222. It's your future. Let's protect it. Farm Bureau Life Insurance Company. Securities and services offered through FBL and Marketing Services, LLC. Affiliate Farm Bureau Financial Services.
1: And welcome back, everyone, to the Devaney Center here in Lincoln for the Ravenna Sanitation Halftime Report. Your trash is our treasure, serving Buffalo County for business and residential service. Ravenna Sanitation is your trash collection connection. Find them in your local yellow pages. The lowest-scoring first half so far today here at the state basketball tournament. It is Centura 16 and Elgin Public Pope John 8. We'll take a look at all those numbers here in just a little bit, but the biggest numbers are are the turnovers, 21 in the first half for Elgin and 12 in the first half for Centura. They are getting underway in the third quarter over in Class A at halftime 26-22, Millard North leading Lincoln North Star as they are at half in Class A. Earlier today in the Class A state tournament, it was the number one seed in Millard South, defeating Lincoln Southwest by a score of 74-58. to 58. And in the second game, Bellevue West was a winner over Bellevue East, 63-46. to 46. The last game tonight in A will have Lincoln High against Millard West. In C1 earlier today, it was top seed North Bend scoring the first 17 points of the basketball game only to see UTAN cut it to two at 35-33, but North Bend won it 48-43. The three-time defending state champions will be taking on Malcolm Friday morning at Pinnacle Bank at 9 a.m. Malcolm erased two of their earlier losses this season by beating Wahoo 46-32. It was Bridgeport defeating Lincoln Christian in a tight one, 61-57, and after seeing a 36-all tie, Adams Central beat Gothenburg 45-38. 45-38. They were up 13 early in the second half of that ball game. Adam Central will play Bridgeport Friday morning at 1045 at Pinnacle Bank Arena. We'll have it for you on KHAS Radio. Then earlier today at Pinnacle Bank in D1, Tori Sklodar, who is our ESPN Female Athlete of the Week, brought to you by B&B Carpet starting the munch, um, month of March. The uh, Athlete of the Month. She had 26 points as Ravenna beat SEM 51-37 and Hastings-St. Cecilia down Elmwood murdoch 49-37. Ravenna will play St. Cecilia here at the Devaney Center at 9 a.m. Friday morning, breakfast at the Bob on ESPN Tri-Cities. Then after our Centura-Elgin game, it'll be Johnson-Brock taking on Hardington-Cedar Catholic. Tomorrow, Class B, Starts at 1.30, Elkhorn North against Norris, followed by York, Scott's Bluff, then Scott against Waverly, and Sydney against Beatrice. C2 action begins tomorrow morning at 9 a.m. here at the Devaney. Crofton against Cross County. Oakland Craig will play Ponca. Pender against Clarkson Lee. And Southern Valley against Guardian Angels. And D2 begins at Pinnacle Bank tomorrow morning at 9 a.m. Fall City Sacred Heart against Layton. McCool Junction will play Humphrey St. Francis. And then tomorrow night, we will have the Shelton-Wilcox-Hildreth game from the Devaney right here. Action gets underway at 6 on the Vibe 98.9, followed by O'Neill, saint Mary's. And why not? The boys' state brackets are out as well. We'll take a look at the first half stats and talk about those when we return. Here on the Vibe 98.9, it's 16-8, Centura.
6: In this business, the time that counts is right now.
2: Allo is turning 20 this year, and we plan to celebrate all year long. Since 2003, Allo has vowed to put customers first and deliver a drastically different experience. No matter where you live, work, or play, we believe you deserve an affordable, secure, and reliable connection. We're proud to have served our businesses and residents with seriously fast fiber optic service for two decades. Thank you for trusting Allo as your local internet, phone, and TV provider. Follow us on social media to know about the 20th anniversary celebrations in all our Allo communities.
1: All right, we're back here on the Ravetta Sanitation Halftime Report. Taking a look at the boys, it's the same schedule. Class A, C1, and D1 will play next Wednesday, and then Classes B, C2, and D2 will be playing on Thursday. So in Class A, Bellevue West undefeated number one seed against Lincoln North Star, Lincoln East against West Side, Millard North against Elkhorn South, and Gretna against Lincoln Southeast. In Class C-1, it'll be Wahoo taking on Auburn at the Devaney Center at 9 a.m. Pierce against Concordia. Central City here for the first time since 1947 will take on undefeated Ogallala, an extremely tough draw. And then in D-1, North Platte-St. Pat's the number one seed will play Meade at 9 a.m. We will have the Elm Creek-Dundee County-Stratton game at 10.45 on ESPN. Ansley Litchfield will play Maywood-Hayes Center at 6. Next Wednesday night at the Devaney Center. That'll be the exact game that we're doing right now, only on the boys' side. And then Johnson Brock will play Howells Dodge. Coming up next Thursday, Class B Scott will play Bennington, Elkhorn against Crete, Platteview will take on Norris, and Scotts Bluff will take on York, just like they are in the girls, ironically. Then we take a look at Class C two. It'll be number one seed Freeman against Gordon Rushville. Cedar Catholic will play Elkhorn Valley. We will have Amherst against Norfolk Catholic here at the Devaney Center next Thursday, 1.30 on ESPN. Followed by Donovan Trumbull taking on Tri-County. We'll have that for you at 3.15. And finally in D2 next Thursday, why not against Paxton? Osceola will play SEM 1045 at Pinnacle Bank Arena. Shelton will take on Santee and Parkview Christian against Fall City Sacred Heart. So SEM Osceola, 1045 on ESPN, and uh, Shelton Santee, 6 o'clock on the Vibe, 98.9. Let's go ahead and take a look at the first half stats unofficially that we have in our ball game, and uh, just while I figure out a couple more here, Will Reynolds, just your thoughts on what we saw in the first half and what we have to see different in the second half. I think you just got to settle in. I, both teams
8: just so amped up, I think, being here for the first time in a long time, and you know, obviously that's indicative, or the turnovers are indicative of that, but I think if you can just get some settled down offense, some sets in the half court, you're going to see a lot cleaner of a basketball game, maybe a few more points on the board. You know, 16-8 to eight right now with uh, Santura in front, and really a lot of that has come in the transition at the free throw line, some putbacks. And um, Elgin uh, Public Pope John, they're 4-for-20 uh, they're from the field with uh, 21 turnovers. is what I had them. So, ay, ay,
1: ay, 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 as we take a look at it, they've got four players with one bucket. 3 rebounds for Taylan sharf Ashlyn sharf 2 points and 5 rebounds. Then we go to Skylar Meese, one rebound, one block. Brenda Martinson has a rebound, Kate Firstenow, 2 points, 5 rebounds. Kiera Eisenhower, 2 points, 2 rebounds. Maddie Combe, 2 points, 2 rebounds. Four points in each quarter at the half. The Wolfpack, eight points, 19 rebounds. They have not been to the free throw line. They are 0 of 9 from a three-point land. One block, 21 turnovers. And Meese, the only player with two fouls. For Centura, Kiara Wooden, five points, two rebounds, and a block. Taya Christensen, three points, two rebounds. Sidney Davis has been held to two points, two rebounds, three blocks. Paige Crawford, two points, two rebounds. And Lakota Shalesky, four points and a game-high six rebounds. Seven points in the first quarter, nine in the second. At the half, 16 points, 14 rebounds. Three out of four at the free throw line. One of ten from three-point land. Four blocks, 12 turnovers for Centura. Shalesky and Davis each have two personal fouls. At the half. It's Centura 16, Elgin 8. You've been listening to the Ravenna Sanitation Halftime Report. For a quality dependable trash hauling service for your farm, home, or business, contact the professionals at Ravenna Sanitation. The second half is next on The Vibe and NewsChannelNebraska.com. When
5: experience matters, ENT Physicians and Family Hearing of Kearney has physicians who are devoted to the medical and surgical treatment of ear, nose, throat, head, and neck disorders in adults and children. Providing the community with autolarynology and audiology services since 1994, along with speech therapy services. With our main office located in Kearney and nine satellite locations located throughout central Nebraska, we provide the highest quality care. See Dr. Conley, Dr. Blakea, Dr. Johnson, and Dr. and Smith at Kearney ENT and see why experience matters to us, specializing in you.
0: For professional service to keep your business running smoothly, call Hellman, Maine, Costler, and Cottle. Don't let your financial accounts become overtaxing. Let Hellman, Maine, Kostler, and Cottle take care of the accounting while you worry about taking care of your business. They can do it all, from a large company to small businesses. They make it a priority to do the best to help take the stress out of the numbers. Best of luck to all the area athletes in tonight's game from Hellman, Maine, Kostler, and Cottle.
1: Doug Dinawell-Reynolds is Kiara Wood and fires a three right out of the gate. No good. Coglin missed the uncontested putback. And the rebound grabbed by Maddie Coleman. Boy, what a good look, and Coglin, nobody boxed her out, and she just couldn't get it to crawl over the rim, and that's what the first half looked like, Will. Isn't that what we saw in the SEM game, too? Just a lot of close looks that wouldn't go down. And now Cole will get a short jumper to become the first player for the Wolfpack to score multiple buckets, and it's 16-10. to 10. Foul bringing the ball off the floor. And the ball goes out of bounds. And we do get a foul call here on Skylar Meese. That'll be her third. 16 to 10. Here's a jumper in the lane. It's off the mark. No good by Christensen. They try to save it in, but it goes to Christensen. Then she has her shot blocked by Eisenhower. And finally, the Wolfpack come out of there. And then we get a jump, and the arrow points the way of the Wolfpack. A lot of of quiet whistles on that end of the court.
8: There was about three chances there to uh, have a a foul
1: called, some free throws, but nothing. 16-10. Wolfpack with the basketball, trying to cut it to four. They dribble it off their foot as Colm came down the middle of the lane. Out of bounds it goes. First turnover of the half. And I thought that ball went off a...
8: Centura foot but I guess my eyes deceived me and here's Centura in transition with Davis and she gets fouled
1: so back to the free throw line and Davis to shoot a pair of free throws second foul called on Ashlyn Scharf Davis only two points in the game and it stays there as she misses the first free throw and for all the contact, we still even haven't had a lot of free throws. Three of four, Centura. No attempts for Elgin. Second free throw, good for Sydney Davis. It's 17 to 10, Centura. 6:50 to go here in quarter number three. Yes, quarter number three, and the ball tipped out of bounds here towards us. Were you scared? I would have caught it. I knew 100%. you. 100 percent. One hand, no problem. And to throw it in, Matty Cole. Colton gives it off here to Eisenhower. Swings it over on the left wing. Contact, but coming out of there with it is sharp. Bounce pass to the top of the circle. Try to fire it down low and over the head of Martinson. And out of bounds it goes. How do you feel Coach Eisenhower over there and his assistant, Coach Ostransky are feeling right now? I mean, they've played 26 games. This has to be, you turn it over, but nothing like this.
8: Yeah, I I don't know if they've even seen something like this. They're probably just as shell-shocked as the the
1: rest of us here. As Coughlin in the back, courting full-court pressure. Wooden's bounce pass picked off. Centura gives it off. Sharp with the ball fake. Didn't take the shot. Kicked it out of the right wing to Martinson. And she travels with the basketball. And, boy, it's starting to affect the players, Will. I mean, it's just so weird. You see every time the whistle blows, they just put their hands on their heads. They're not even getting shots right now. Yeah, every time they touch the
8: basketball, they're probably afraid of,
1: of turning it over for sure. Baseball pass to the other end, coming down a little off balance. Christensen fires it down low. Davis has it, puts it up, no good. Partially blocked in there by Ashlyn Sharp, who grabs her sixth rebound. Up the floor for Elgin, knocked away Crawford. Picked up, though, on the loose ball, Sharp, the left-hand corner. I would not want to be rough in this game. With it at the top of the circle is Eisenhower. Bounce pass in the corner. And we're going to get a foul. Wooden. Kiara got tied up trying to get the ball away from Scharf. And that will be the second personal foul on Kiara Wooden. I think these guys are doing as best a job as they can
8: with as much as we've seen in the sloppy basketball department. It hasn't been pretty. It hasn't been clean. And that's going to affect the way you ref the game and that's going to affect the way the players play the game.
1: So working it around the parameter, looking for a three-pointer. It's on the way. It's no good. Davis gets the rebound of the first and now miss. 0 of 10 from beyond the arc here. And Davis outlet pass throws it away. I think it would make a difference for Elgin Public Pope John
8: if they could just get a few baskets to fall. I think that's the, the key. I mean, they got the one here early on in the second half, but if you can get a few to go maybe you settle in a little bit more on offense instead of trying to rush things and you're pushing points i mean they're down by seven it's just seven points and you got 13
1: minutes left in this game yeah there's no doubt a heck of 4-0 run is a huge run in this basketball game a long pass to the other end and what a save over there by sharp she jumps in the air saves it from going out of bounds they'll get it underneath turnaround jumper foul will send eisenhower to the line these will be the first free throws of the game for elgin public pope john impressive
8: save there uh, in the corner and uh, she's going to get rewarded for it with a couple
1: of free throws the foul puts the free throw on the way excuse me and eisenhower will knock it down Coglin with her first foul of the basketball game second free throw on the way and it's good so she knocks them both down. That'll make it 17-12, Centura, 5-10 to go here in the third quarter. Wooden hustles it up the floor, kicks it on the wing, faking the three, driving in Christensen, takes the two steps, no good. Shaleski back in. at another offensive putback. And Lakota with six points and seven rebounds. 19-12, a seven-point lead, which is equaling next to the largest of the game. They did have a 10-point lead at 16-6. And Kiara Wooden, Looks like she just picked up two quick ones, and now three personal fouls with 4.55 to go in the third quarter. The, the positive, if you're
8: the Wolf Pack, is Centura's not playing great either, right? I mean, they're they're just almost as bad in the turnover category, and they haven't had a ton of shots fall. They just happen to be in the lead with a few free
1: throws in front of you. Well, if Sholeski hadn't had a couple offensive putbacks, those two, they wouldn't be scoring either. Exactly. Ball knocked out of bounds. Into the ballgame for Elgin. Sarah Bo- Bodie is in. First time we've seen her. She takes it the right-hand corner. They rotate it around the perimeter. Now driving down the middle of the lane. Taking it at Cholesky. The foul will be called at Martinson. Good call. Brenna Martinson. And I think even the post players, both sides, you're kind of so shocked when somebody actually does, in a little bit of a half-court set, take it at you instead of in transition. And for Lakota, that'll be her third personal foul of the basketball game free throw on the way it's no good and a second free throw coming up for martinson she averages five points and three rebounds off the bench first and now averages seven off the bench and they have a total of 12 and we're midway almost through the third quarter second free throw on the way And Martinson gets her first point of the basketball game. 19-13 long pass down to Christensen. She'll just catch it and hold. Give it right back to Wooden. Out near center court. Wooden. They try to double her. She'll throw it to Christensen. Lobs it down low. Good catch. Turnaround jumper. Taking it away from Davis. The steal is made by Bodie. And then getting it back, but stepping out of bounds is Christensen. So never got the clean steal right in front of us here. She knew it. She was trying to tightrope it and quite couldn't quite get the job done. I think our friend Dale Miller was scared. <laughs> Ball back into the hands here of the Wolfpack. Skip pass. Here's a three-pointer. Davis blocks it again. Boy, Sydney's as good at blocking three-point attempts as anybody I've ever seen. She comes off that screen, has that length, and is able to block the shot. Yeah, sec- second time we've seen that tonight. She had that one in the first quarter coming all the way from the lane to swipe it. Force it Into the paint. Christensen gets knocked over. It rolls right to Davis. Layup good. Five points for Sydney Davis. A fortunate bounce there for Centura. And now stolen in the backcourt. Christensen. And they get a timeout on the steal. The 25th turnover of the ball game for Elgin. With 3.37 to go here in the third quarter. First trip to state since 2011. Looking for their first state tournament win since 2002. Centura leads it.
7: 228 to put them to work for you.
0: Certified Piedmontese beef, real Nebraska beef.
1: All right, three and a half to go in the third quarter. It's an eight-point leap for the Centura Centurions, and they got the basketball well. Finally getting some offense going. And as a fan, you don't chant air ball on on the end of the quarter shot (laughs) when you don't don't, uh, get more than just throwing it towards the hoop. As Sidney Davis is fouled inside. It's going to be on Bodie, her first of the ball game, and Sydney gets a chance now to go to the free throw line and shoot a pair. Free throw on the way, hits the front of the rim, no good. And back into the ball game will be Talen Scharf. And a second free throw coming up for Davis. She's one of three at the line, five points, four boards, four blocks. Second free throw, good, got a little more. Bend in the knee there And that'll make it 22-13 Centura with the lead Keeping that backcourt pressure on Coming up the floor with it is Maddie Colm Colm brings it up front Drives it into the corner for Ashland Sharp, Sharp inside for Colm She's doubled, kicks it into the left hand corner Good ball movement actually And driving in and scoring a blocking foul Will go along with it An And one, that's the best we've seen Elgin move the ball all night long And it's got a chance of a three point play yeah, just a really uh, pretty give and go there.
8: And uh, Sharps going to get rewarded with a free throw, gets a blocking foul. Just the, That was probably their hardest drive at the rim, too.
1: And the free throw on the front of the rim, setting there no good. Davis will pull down the rebound. Her fifth, checking into the game, Katie Hayden felt for Centura. Crawford has it, gets it between the circles here to Kiara Wooden. Now she takes one dribble and hands it off. To her teammate Christensen. Christensen trying to stay out of the double team. Swings it over to Crawford. They give her room. Back over to Haydenfeld. And out top they come. Reset here for the Centurions. Our state basketball brought to you by Mary Lanning Healthcare. Your care, our inspiration. Up top again, really keeping it around the perimeter, trying to lob it into Sidney Davis. Finally, Christensen drives, has it blocked by Ashland Scharf. Take it away. It does not have numbers. Two on four. Bringing it up the floor is going to be Eisenhower. Kiara gives it back off to sharp. Runs into Davis. Davis blocks it and takes it right back. The fifth block shot of the ball game for Sydney Davis. Now Sydney hustles up the floor. Stops at midcourt and finds her teammate in Kiara Wooden. Two minutes to go in the third. 22-15 Centura. Wooden. Fouled as she tries to get out of the double team. They kind of bait her. And then she baits the defense in tries to drive by them. Foul is on Eisenhower, her second. Four fouls on Elgin, five on Centura. You're listening to KKPR-FM. Carney, Dana Brog, and St. <laughs> Borey and hand slapping before they even get the ball in as they let the ball get away. Centura with the basketball wooden over to Christensen. Tripped up, got her balance back, tries to fire it underneath to Davis, but it goes through her hands and out of bounds. Fourth turnover of the quarter, 16th of the game for Centura. Over in Class A, Millard North 43, Lincoln Northstar 27 late in the third quarter. Don't forget tomorrow, it's Wilcox, Hildreth, and Shelton here on the Vibe. Steel made, driving in, Christensen scores. Christensen able to finally convert one of those turnovers into points, and it's 24-15. A minute 20 to go here in the quarter. Wolfpack on a Basketball. Slap it into the hands of Sharp. Trying to get her going. 14 points on the season for tonight. Of course, that's the story for the entire team. Held the 15 points, and it's tipped away, which will allow us to tell you that state tournament basketball is brought to you by Florang Chiropractic and Wellness, a proud supporter of the high school sports broadcast. They're the Tri-Cities only board-certified sports chiropractor located in Kearney, Florang Chiropractic. Com. Here's the lob to sharp. Right underneath the hoop, she'll spin with the left hand. And Ashland will get her third bucket of the ball game. One minute to go here in the third quarter. Long pass down the four, and that one's deflected into media row. That took out a camera and a phone. And it will still be Centura basketball.
8: Yeah, that looks like it's
1: broken. Yikes. The risk you take. Yep. Wooden. Top of the circle. Swings it over to Davis. Outside the yard. Christensen inside the left-hand corner. Again, I haven't seen a pass go in the paint. Everything's around the outside. They might drive. Coglin for three in the right corner. It's no good. And Davis goes over the back. Sydney with her third personal foul. And that was a no-doubt call. And that is the sixth foul on Centura. And so from here on out, Elgin will be at the free throw line. And when you're having trouble scoring, that's a way to possibly scratch your way back into it. 24-17. Centur with the lead. Wooden with the jump, with the steal. She knocks it away. Fires it underneath. The layup by Christensen is good. And a couple of transition buckets make it a nine-point game off those steals. 20 seconds to go. They've got him trapped again in the backcourt. Wooden. Before she gets the steal, we get a timeout called here by Elgin, and they will have only two remaining. This is a full-length timeout. 17 seconds remaining in the third quarter, and Centura just keeps pushing at Elgin and keeping them at arm's length. It's 26-17. This timeout brought to you by ENT Physicians.
6: Your care, our inspiration.
1: Out of the timeout, we'll get a three-pointer on the way by first and now. It's no good. It goes out of bounds. It looks like it'll stay with the Wolfpack. And still zero three-pointers made by Elgin. I've got them 0 for 11 in the game. Five and a half seconds to try one more. They'll lob it out to the right side sharp, back to the basket. They're not going to get a shot away. They have no idea how much time's left. And that is the end of the third quarter of play, and it is Centura 26 and Elgin Public Pope John 17. We head to the fourth quarter right after this on the Vibe 98.9 and NewsChannelNebraska.com.
6: In this business, the time that counts is right now. And through it all, Nutrient Ag Solutions delivers agronomic power, local expertise, and access to solutions to help you lead the field. Put time on your side. Find your local crop consultant at nutrientagsolutions.com.
3: At your friendly Friesen Ford, they know life can be busy, so they have your best interest in mind by providing a quick, easy car buying experience. When looking for a new or pre-owned vehicle, Friesen Ford makes it easy for you by offering financing options, pending credit approval, a great selection of vehicles, as well as a friendly sales team that works with you to find a vehicle that will fit your needs and your budget. See the selection today just off I-80 in Aurora or online at FriesenFord.com. For sales, service, parts, trust your friendly freeze and Ford team. Whether you're talking sports or farming, one thing is the same. You need power. Think Husker Power products for propane, natural gas, and diesel irrigation engines customized to your needs. When you require irrigation power, parts or timely service. Think Husker Power products. Your provider of GM-powered natural gas and LP high-efficiency irrigation engines and fuel-efficient Isuzu diesel engines. Call 402-463-1531 for Husker Power products of Hastings. Your full-service irrigation engine headquarters, now also located
1: in Sutton. All right, Centura will get the ball to start the fourth quarter. And driving in one, they made room for it. The scoop shot is good. A set play that was executed by the Centurions, and they have their biggest lead of the game at 11, 28-17. You probably heard me say during those commercial breaks, terrible over the air. One of my colleagues was pointing just at the turnovers in this game. And that's what we were referring to as they drive in. Davis is going to be called for her fourth foul of the game. Taking it right at her was Talen Sharp. She held her ground, but being the taller player, she did the old roof, brought the hands and the wrists down, and some of the time they'll call that. And Talon Sharp, who hasn't scored, goes to the line to shoot two, and the first one is good. But Centura... Does not want to get comfortable with Davis on the bench. And Shaleski will check in. Davis will go out. Second free throw for other M, no good. Ball poked into the corner. And Paige Crawford will run down her third rebound. Christensen has seven points. Davis and Shaleski six. And now Wooden, who just started the quarter with a bucket, also has seven. So two of seven, two a six. Santura leads at 28-18. Crawford off balance jumper. Got it to go her second bucket of the ball game little eight footer on the left wing she was going to pass it and then nobody was on her that was and uh it, it was nearly a travel and remember every foul will send elgin to the line here so they got to be careful as the steal is made christensen has it two on two she brings it in poked away got it back shot no good ripped down by Coglin, had it for a moment but it goes into the hands of Sharp and again a steal not converted into an easy layup at the other end foul Crawford ran right into Eisenhower and Kiara will go to the line to shoot two she's two for two at the line she has six points Paige Crawford with her first personal foul 30 to 18 your score free throw on the way Eisenhower got it to go all of the free throws are here in the second half for Elgin, and they are now 5 of 8 at the free throw line. 5 of 8 as well in the game for Centura. Second free throw on the way, and it's good. So Eisenhower hits them both, and it's 30-20. to 20. Three points on free throws. Outlet pass knocked away. Out of bounds here off Elgin. Our state tournament basketball brought to you by Husker Power Products your full-service irrigation headquarters in Hastings and Sutton. And it's not that Centurus necessarily scores a lot of points. When they beat Ravenna, it was 33-23, Will, and it couldn't have looked much better than this. It's just that there was a lot more missed shots in that game, and here's a reach-in foul on Eisenhower out at the mid-court line against Wooden. That'll be here third. And you just
8: haven't had the, the runs that maybe you expect to go on, especially here at a state tournament where somebody goes cold and, and one team steps it up, like we've seen in other games. But it's just been, you know, Elgin pu- Public gets a basket, and then Centura right back with
1: another one. They fired underneath to Scholesky. Lakota off the glass. It bounces in and out. No good. Great pass underneath, but it wouldn't fall. And Sharp will get the rebound. Thirty to twenty. We saw Gothenburg come back against Adams Central in a similar situation. They didn't. They didn't win it, but they came back and took the lead into the corner faking the three bounce pass inside sharp left hand turnaround jumper no good rebound pulled down by wooden that's actually i only have her for three in the game and she's usually at least in the games i've seen has picked up a lot more so wooden Shalesky, Coglin, crawford and christensen on the floor and as wooden starts to drive she's fouled this will be the sixth team foul on elgin and it'll be ashland sharf's third personal foul The winner advances on to the 10:45 game here at the Devaney Friday morning. Inbounds, inbounds, lob it up top. and There is Crawford to grab it. To the top of the circle, Christensen, crossover dribble, uses the screen, lays it up, and in! But they're going to call an illegal screen on Lakota Shaleski. Oh, she had her boxed out, but apparently stuck her arm out there. Oh, yeah. She put her arm out and caught the defender in the chin. She had the perfect position and expected to just put her arm back and lean on the defender. The defender had moved, caught her in the chops, and that's the fourth foul on Shalesky. So four on Shalesky and four on Davis. It's one but, thing to have kind of a
8: log jam down there, but when you're actually orchestrating it, that's what gets you called. It was such a
1: good screen, too, because you could see what was coming. It's like blocking the shot, and, and you don't have to jump, but you do. Just... A little too aggressive on the seal is all it was. Inbounds pass picked off at the top of the circle. Here's a one-on-one. Wooden brings it in, lays it up. No good. Rebound. Crawford got fouled. Crawford will go to the line and shoot two. And give Elgin credit. Every time they've turned it over, which is what now, 29? They run down the floor and play defense, and they have made Centura miss almost 80 percent of the time crawford's free throw is no good one of those games you'd love
8: to see the points off turnover stat unfortunately i'm not that talented and i don't think the nsa has that for us but
1: 5 17 to go in the game it is centura 30 elgin public pope john 20 Crawford's second free throw is around and out no good rebound brought down by skyler meese who picked up her fourth foul there And up the floor come the Wolfpack, and they put it together in bunches. A three in the corner is no good from Eisenhower. Got the rebound from Scharf. Back to Eisenhower. She's going to take another three, and this time it's good. It's the first one of the game. Kiara Eisenhower five and a quarter nine in the game 30 to 23 they had taken 13 of them before they made one fast break to the other end bounce pass Cholesky and Lakota lays it up and in and she's got eight in the ball game and a great answer for Centura able to take advantage of pressing the press at the other end Cholesky just fouled out of the game she was just a little late weaving her way through traffic she hustled right back but She was trying to find her defender or her player to defend and kind of ran into some traffic. And maybe the best game of the year for Lakota Shaleski. She'll foul out with 4.37 to go. Eight points. I had her for seven rebounds in the game. Huge effort from her. And those offensive
8: rebounds have made a difference in this nine-point deficit that Elgin Public Pope John faces right now.
1: And Talon Scharf now at the line. She'll make the first one. I had four four offensive rebounds for Shaleski. Did a great job in her time tonight. Second free throw in and out off the rim won't go, and Kira Wooden will grab the rebound. When we are done, the New West Sports Medicine and Orthopedic Surgery post game show final stats. We'll talk with Coach Brown. Sydney Davis back in with the four fouls doubled. Gets it into the corner for Hayden Feld, who's back in. Didn't have a shot. And they'll kick it back out. This defense has been really good here for Elgin. Now they try to fire it underneath to Davis. It's deflected away, and Sydney can't get to it. It's off of her and out of bounds. That'll be the first Centura turnover of the fourth quarter. In Class A, Miller North 52, Lincoln North Star 37 in the fourth quarter. Our high school basketball brought to you by Currency. It makes financing quick, easy, and secure. For heavy machinery, ag equipment, trucks, trailers, and more, visit GoCurrency.com for details. In for the Wolfpack. is going to be first and out again. Into the corner. Here's a three by Scharf. No good. And it's deflects off the Wolfpack and out of bounds. Crawford looked like she had position, but it was poked away. And back to the other side we go here for the Centurions. 32-24. 32-24. They've really maintained a seven-point or more lead the entire second half. They just haven't been able to pull away. Crawford throws out of the double team. Over to Kiara Wooden, lobs it all the way down low. Christensen wide open. The layup is good. And they're finally starting to figure it out, Well, They're finally seeing the open player against this press, and they're making Elgin pay for it. All they've done is answer what Elgin's done in the second half, and that's all you needed to do with that halftime lead you had. Ball goes out of bounds. It will be Elgin ball underneath their own hoop. Again, we're back with you tomorrow night at 6 o'clock here at the Devaney for Wilcox, Hildreth, and Shelton. D2 action. Inbounds into the left-hand corner. First and out, reaching for Wooden. Wooden commits the foul. She has four. So you've already fouled out, Chelesky. Davis and Wooden, your two best scorers, now have four fouls and you still have a 10-point lead. It is the 10th foul on Centura, so it will be a two-shot foul here for Kate Firstenow, going to the line for the first time in the ball game. Free throw is good. She's got three points. Eight points in the quarter, a three and five free throws here for the Centurions. Back in is Martinson for the Wolfpack. Second free throw coming up. First to now, scores. She's got four, 34-26, still 3.25 to go in the game. Davis in the backcourt, throws it up ahead, finds Hayden Felt. Katie waits and goes to Wooden, back to Davis. She's going to hold the ball. They want to pull the Wolfpack out of the zone, make them go man. They still come out and try to trap. Davis dribbling around, gets it back to Wooden. Switch, Kiara with it on the left wing, into the corner to Crawford. Here's where you got to make sure you don't just throw up a three-pointer. Well, you got to get a good shot here, while you're still trying to work clock. Back cut, wooden, wooden through the maze of traffic. Scoop shot, too strong. What a move! It just up, too strong and sharp. Will get her fifth rebound. Important possession here for Elgin. They could get as close as they've been, but Davis picks it off. Davis heads the other way, and on the thirtieth Elgin turnover, it's two more points for Sydney Davis a huge switch there they could have cut it to five instead it's ten and they turn it over again i think that's the ball game right there
8: sydney davis picked that off like a cornerback and took that to the end zone and she saw nothing but green grass or the banny court in front of her
1: she's also a espn tri-city athlete of the month from earlier This season brought to you by B&B Carpet and Donovan. One boy, one girl each month. And all you have to do, we read your nominations. Send them to us at ESPNSuperstation.com. Wooden really being bumped in the backcourt. The foul being called on Martinson. That'll be her first. We're into the one and one now. By the way, our current, as we are now into March, last last month it was Hannah Herrick of Amherst and Carter Erickson of Elm Creek. This month it's Nicholas Keene, the state champion wrestler, out of Kennesaw, and on the girls' side, it's Tori Sklenar, and then she went out and showed why. The Ravenna senior scored 26 in their win today. That was impressive this morning for uh, for Ravenna. Wooden, two free throws, or one and one. The free throw is no good, and it's going to go out of bounds, and the only people to touch it was Elgin. And so, a break here for Centura. just when Elgin... Had their best glimmer of hope of the half. It's been mud to the face again. Davis, a jump stop at the free throw line. Gets off of it to Christensen. Trying for their 24th win of the season. Give and go. Ball gets knocked away. It's loose. Crawford grabs it. Just throws it up here to Christensen. She knew where she was and was able to throw it out there and get the job done. Two minutes to go. And they foul Davis. Ashlyn Scharf with her fourth personal foul. Be interested to see. Coach Eisenhower doesn't want to burn his timeouts, but he definitely needs to go over strategy with his girls right now. With two minutes to go, it's still a one-and-one one for Sydney Davis, who's two of four at the line. Free throw up, free throw good. She's got nine points, five boards, five blocks. And the lead now back to 11. The largest lead, 12 at 30-18. to 18. Second free throw, good, and it's 38-26 with 1.59 to go. Still some backcourt pressure as Scharf across the timeline stops. Her pass is picked off by Crawford, and then she throws it to Christensen who is fouled by Scharf who has fouled out of the basketball game. So Scharf fouls out six points, eight rebounds, two blocks, 1.51 151 remaining in the game. She joins Lakota Shaleski, who fouled out for Centura. That's out of the game. Now two free throws for Christensen because we're in the double bonus both ways. Free throw is in and out. No good. Second free throw coming up for Christensen. And it's off the heel. It bounces around. Won't go. Rebound brought down by Martinson. And it's last gap time for Elgin as they dribble it right into Crawford. Off or lay loose on the floor. Jump ball. It will be Elgin basketball. 1.42 remaining. Our high school basketball brought to you by certified Piedmontese beef. Italian heritage bread, Nebraska raised perfection. It's lean. It's tender. It's delicious. If you haven't tried it, here's your chance. CPBeef.com. Certified Piedmontese beef. Wolfpack looking for the three. Can't get it. Drive on the right baseline here from Martinson. Kick it out top. Here is a three from Scharf. It's off the front of the rim. No good. Ball tipped out to Cindy Davis. Her sixth rebound off the tail and Scharf missed. They are one of 15 from three-point land. Open at the other end. Christensen, and she'll get the layup as they overplay the ball. Break the press. Get the job done. And it's a 14-point lead. And Centura, another central Nebraska team that's going to advance onto the semifinals as Davis picks it off in the backcourt, goes in for the steal, and goes in for the score. 42 to 26. It's hard to say the score will look worse than the actual game, and for some reason, Centura is still pressuring, and they commit a foul, which will allow them to shoot free throws on Christensen. It'll be Skylar Meese. Who has not scored in the game, she'll shoot two.
8: The last few baskets for Centura have been probably the easiest baskets by far tonight. You know, just kind of pick sixes, if you will.
1: It has definitely helped their points off turnovers. Free throw on the way. Meese in and out, no good. A final in Class A. Miller North, 54. Lincoln North Star, 37. Bodie's going to come back in. Well, she wants to come in for the shooter. Skylar Meese. Again, this Elgin team has five seniors, a couple of them that have not come in the game yet. Second free throw on the way. Mees, no good. Rebound pulled down here by Christensen. She gets rid of it to Davis. They foul her right away. Sydney was six in the quarter. She's got 12 in the game. Ten of those in the second half here. And the fans starting to chant for some of their players off the bench here in the last moments of this state tournament game. Davis's free throw bouncing around, no good. Bodie will check back in now for Elgin. Coach Brown has not made a move to clear his bench with 53 seconds to go. Davis's second free throw is up, and it is good. So three of four here in the quarter for Sid. And it's 43-26. to 26. Wolfpack trailing by 17. Final minute. Trying to get another shot away. Lob it into the paint. Turnaround jumper. No good. Fighting for her own rebound as first and out puts it up. No good. Ball goes out of bounds. And that will allow multiple substitutions. Kelly Heidoff will check in for Elgin. And Centura will clear the bench. Hope McDonald checks into the ball game. Finley Kornick checks into the ball game. Jenna Fanta. Jaden Lawrenson also checks into the ball game. And finally, Jenna Fanta. If I didn't say Jenna, she's in there as well with Brianna Rasmussen. It'll be Elgin ball underneath their own hoop. 37 seconds to go. Foul going to be called. And the foul will be called here on the Centurions. Fanta. And at the line to shoot two will be Brenna Martinson. She's one of two for her lone point. She puts this one up and in. It was 7-4 to four at the end of one, 16-8 at halftime, 26-17 at the end of three. And Centura leading from start to finish. Elgin did make a shot to go up 2 to nothing. I guess we should say. They scored the first buck at the free throw, no good. Rasmussen with the rebound. Looking for some of the backups to maybe get a point here on what should be the last possession. Fanta comes down the middle of the lane, puts the runner up and in. And Jenna Fanta gets her name in the state tournament book. The sophomore scores 15 seconds to go, 45-27. to 27. Right wing, bounce pass out top. Here's a three-pointer by Bodie off the rim, no good. Rebound pulled down by Centura, and they will dribble out the clock, and the Centurions are headed to the state semifinals for the first time since 2002. Can you believe it? That just means we're getting old. A 21-year drought for this perennial power program who did have a little downtime after you saw Coach Thober and, and Coach Kathy Mettenbrink a step aside, but now they're on to the semifinals. 10.45 Friday morning here at the Devaney Center where they will take on the winner of the final game tonight between Hardington Cedar Catholic and Johnson Brock. So they were able to hang on. I guess hang on is the word because the opponent today in Elgin never got closer than seven points in the second half. No, and
8: just the way that things trended, you know, you had the rough start with the turnovers, and they didn't really stop in that second half. There was obviously less of them. Uh, they finished, I think, with 32 by my count, but, um, you know, it just was tough. And everything that that the um, Wolfpack did, you had an answer from Centura right on the other side, either in transition or with a couple of set plays that we saw. Obviously, they pulled away late, Centura did, but, uh, you know, just a big win for the Centurians, and you can tell how much it means to this community. Look at that that fan section over there. They didn't sit down the whole game, about 30 or about 75 percent of that uh, crowd did not sit down once during that whole entire game.
1: No, you're right, and I, I will say for both schools over there, not where their student section is, where their fans are, that was about as full, I think, as it's been all day long, even with Lincoln Christian here being the private school, maybe not sure. quite as big a following, but there was a pretty packed bottom bowl here for this contest. We will take a break and come back with the new West post-game show right after this. Or we'll keep it right here and uh, tell you that we have got the New West postgame show. Certified and fellowship trained physicians providing a superior standard of care with no referral necessary. No matter the activity, New West is here to get you back to it. Schedule your appointment today. So pretty good day for Central Nebraska teams. And we will be back to tell you more about it in a moment.
2: Allo is turning 20 this year, and we plan to celebrate all year long. Since 2003, Allo has vowed to put customers first and deliver a drastically different experience. No matter where you live, work, or play, we believe you deserve an affordable, secure, and reliable connection. We're proud to have served our businesses and residents with seriously fast fiber optic service for two decades. Thank you for trusting Allo as your local internet, phone, and TV provider. Follow us on social media to know about the 20th anniversary celebrations in all our Allo communities.
3: 308 236 9951. Thanks, girl. 24 hour towing, certified repair. No matter why, no matter where. 308 236 9951. Lock it in, Carney Towing and Repair.
4: Buzz's Marie wants you to think about the most important time of all.
1: And let's take a look now at the final numbers of our basketball game on the New West Post Game Show. And we will start here with the Wolfpack of Elgin Public Pope John. Taylan Sharp, two points, six rebounds. Ashlyn Sharp, six points, a team high eight boards, and two block shots before she fouled out. Skylar Meese didn't score, had two rebounds and a block shot. Brenna Martinson, two points, two rebounds. Kate, first to down. Came out there and had four points, six rebounds. Kiera Eisenhower led the team in scoring with nine points, two rebounds, one block shot. Maddie Colm, four points and three rebounds. Eight points in the first half, 19 in the second half. 27 points for Elgin was all they could muster here in this basketball game tonight. And, Will, that wasn't even – I mean, that was so far below their lowest scoring total of the year. They scored 40 in their sub-district final win against Boyd County. That shows you, A, how much of a struggle it was, and B, how good that defense was tonight for Centura to force all those turnovers and be 13 points below the second lowest total you'd scored all season. You just kind of wonder what went into that game for
8: the, uh, the Wolf Pack. I mean... It, Centura's defense was aggressive they deserve credit you know they did turn them over as many times as the numbers say they did but for me it looked more like it was just self induced more more so than Centura's pressure I mean they were in your face and they were you know meeting you three quarters court but uh, the Wolfpack just I think were, were a little shell shocked they were wide eyed under these bright lights and uh, it's unfortunate because you want your kids to enjoy this experience and uh, I, I'm not so sure that was the case for them. You could kind of tell that as the game went on, and they, the turnovers kept piling up. It did never really um, stopped for them, which is unfortunate. But um, to their credit, you know, they did score some second-half points. They, they did kind of try to make a run. Uh, Centura just answered, and that's what was the difference in this ballgame. Centura uh, finished strong uh, as well as started this uh, strong.
1: Well, let's take a look now at the final numbers for Centura. As Kaylee Coglin had one rebound in the ball game. Then we had seven points and four rebounds for Kiara Wooden. One block shot. Her normal, tenacious self in this basketball game. She is just a pleasure to watch. And uh, now, of course, in C&D, no matter what happens, you get out of the first day, you're guaranteed two more basketball games. Then you take a look at what else we have. Taya Christensen, 11 points, two rebounds. Sidney Davis, 13 points to lead all scores, six rebounds, five block shots, 11 of those points were in the second half. Jenna Fanna hit a late bucket, two points. Brianna Rasmussen, two rebounds. Paige Crawford, four points, four rebounds. And Lakota Shaleski, eight points seven rebounds in this basketball game and she was a big reason that they won so was wooden and so was uh, obviously what davis did but when she takes out two players all the time she's something else that they have to go out of 16 points in the first half 29 in the second half centura finishes with 45 points 26 rebounds eight out of 18 at the free throw line one out of 12 from three-point land, six blocks. Centura also had 17 turnovers, but it paled in comparison to the 32 for Elgin. As Centura improves to 24-3, and three, Elgin will end their season at 22-5 and five with a 45-27 victory. And again, we'll play at 10-45 coming up Friday morning. And that game back here at the Devaney Center against the winner of the next game between Cedar Catholic out of Hardington and Johnson Brock.
8: Yeah, just one final word for Centura. Cholesky was the X-Factor tonight. You know, those offensive rebounds, you know, eight points, which, you know, that was the, the third largest on the team tonight. You know, you had Davis with 13 and Christensen with 11. Um, but, yeah, 40 was an X-Factor. Made made the most of her minutes on, in there for, uh, for Centura and, and got that team to its first semifinal since
1: 2002 you've been listening to the new s sports medicine and orthopedic surgery postgame show we're kind of hoping to get a chance to talk with coach Lathian brown of course he's talking to our news channel nebraska television folks then went in to talk to his team so uh we hope to talk to him here in just a moment our state tournament coverage brought to you by nutrient ang solutions mary Healthcare, and husker power products we'll take another break try to run down the coach and be back with more right after this time out
5: if you find yourself wondering but do i really need life insurance the short answer is yes the long answer is a bit more personal and might include things like student loan debt mortgage payments or funeral expenses no matter what stage of life you're in or what expenses you might leave behind life insurance coverage is a smart move contact me mckenzie at 308-234-2222 it's your future let's protect it farm bureau life insurance company securities and services offer through fbla marketing
6: services llc affiliate farm bureau financial services
2: Aloe is turning 20 this year, and we plan to celebrate all year long. Since 2003, Allo has vowed to put customers first and deliver a drastically different experience. No matter where you live, work, or play, we believe you deserve an affordable, secure, and reliable connection. We're proud to have served our businesses and residents with seriously fast fiber optic service for two decades. Thank you for trusting Allo as your local internet, phone, and TV provider. Follow us on social media to know about the 20th anniversary celebrations in all our Allo communities.
5: and see why experience matters to us, specializing in you.
1: Doug Duda back with you here on the New West Post Game Show. Before we uh, run you on out of here, let's go ahead and take a look at final scores from so far today in the state tournament. And there are two more games uh, going on tonight, and that is Lincoln High, Millard West in Class A, and Cedar Catholic and Johnson Brock here in Class D1. In Class A today, Millard South, the number one seed over Lincoln Southwest, 74-58. Bellevue West beat Bellevue East in the 4-5 matchup, 63-46. Tonight, the two seed, Millard North over Lincoln North Star, 54-37. C1 is in the books. North Bend held on to beat UTAN, 48-43. They jumped out 17-0 to start the game, and then it was cut to 35-33 before they won it. Malcolm, a 46-32 winner over Wahoo. Bridgeport in a dogfight stayed undefeated with a 61-57 win over Lincoln Christian and Adam Central. After being up by 13 in the second half, saw Gothenburg come back and take the lead, but the Patriots do win it 45-38. So Adam Central Bridgeport Friday morning 10:45, and we will have that for you on KHS radio. As we said, Ravenna, a winner with 26 points from Torrey Sklodar over SEM, 51-37. to 37. They'll play St. Cecilia, a 49-37 winner over Elmwood Murdoch. We'll have that to start our day Friday at 9 a.m. on ESPN, immediately followed by Centura taking on Elgin Public Pope John, uh, the winner here today, taking on either Cedar Catholic or Johnson Brock, and we will have that for you at 1045 as well. Uh, for sure on ESPN, and we'll be checking. I'll let you know, but probably here on the Vibe ninety eight nine as well for our folks uh, in the Danabrog, Carroll, and Bolus area. I think we got trumped by some of the other media trying to get Coach Brown uh, out of the locker room and our way. We still do not see the coach, but uh, has to be pleased with his team being able to pull away and win this basketball game because. It was basically a struggle for them for at least two and a half quarters. They seemed to settle in and then put up 19 points in the fourth quarter as they were able to break the press that uh, Elgin was trying to put on any time that they made anything or uh, did anything. They finally were able to attack that press, got some transition steals that actually turned into points. That's what changed in the last 12 minutes of the game is that some of the turnovers finally turned into points because of those 21 first-half turnovers for Elgin, and they only scored 16 points. They didn't get very many in the basketball game. Yeah. Not a lot of layups. We talked so much
2: about
8: how uh, Elgin uh, had turned the ball over so much, but uh, we didn't give them enough credit, I don't think, defensively, for what they did on Centura, uh, on like you said, through those first few uh, two-and-a-half quarters, you know, 30, uh, 20 minutes of the game.
1: We're going to take the last break here, and if Coach Brown pops out, we'll chat with him. We hope he
0: does. We'll be right back.
1: for you well coach Lathian Brown has made the uh, interview circuit so all the questions have probably been asked and I guess coach on one side you just held a team 13 points below any score that they had had all year long did you have any idea that you would be able to put the defense on the floor that you did tonight and force 32 turnovers in this game
9: you know um, I like to tell you i'm uber surprised but i mean we did the same thing to ravenna not that long ago and they're a very strong offensive basketball team um we know that when we commit to the effort and energy for 32 minutes our girls are capable of that and we quite have performance key of ours all season long on every scouting report is one point per minute if we're going to hold people to one point per minute or 32 points a game and we're dead serious about it we think then the uncontrollables, you know, sometimes the three-point shot doesn't fall for you as well. Sometimes you just miss some free throws and layups. But if you can control that part of the game, you'll find a way to win within that environment. So that's what we sell to the girls, and as you see, they've, they've taken hold of it, and they take pride in it.
1: And kind of piggybacking on that, is it frustrating when you force that many turnovers and can't turn them into points? Yeah,
9: yeah, at times it is, right? Because you, you see it, you, you know it's working, and you want that conversion, you want to create that separation so you can breathe a little bit. Um, but at the same time, you have to try to hold that standard, but also maintain positivity because you know it's just you, you're taking blows at the, at the whole of the ship, right? You know you're about to, to to break through. You just have to believe, and you have to keep preaching that out. And some games, all of a sudden, it feels like everything works, and then then you put up 72 points, and you're like, sweet, it, it worked out well tonight. So what did you tell the girls at half? It's 16 to eight. What did you tell them? Well, I walked in and said, I can't be mad about eight points and a half time in a halftime of basketball, first off. I'm a little bit frustrated with 16, because we've had quarters where we scored 30, so we need to be a little more efficient offensively. Uh, we talked about, uh, I felt like we were dribbling and trying to force things on the first side of the offense too much, and credit to them, um, their 2-3 zones, a little unorthodox, it's not the easiest thing to play against, and we struggled with it at times. Um, I felt like we did create some pretty easy feeds and pretty easy shot opportunities, we just didn't kind of convert, especially early. Uh, thank God for Lakota Schleski coming in and breaking the ice for us, that was nice, getting a, getting a bucket because it felt like we played and you know an eternity without scoring um but we talked about that we talked about an adjustment i thought they might make against our one two two and they kind of did um uh, we also talked about our next you know we like to talk about the next half okay so here's our adjustments one two three if this doesn't work for us we're going here if this doesn't work just so we're all on the same page we all know those things both offensively and defensively and carried it through so and you you kind of led into what
1: my next question was was about Lakota I mean coming off the bench and and using her presence in there she fouled out but you know what she got five fouls to use yep she used them effectively she got a bunch of rebounds she got her re- she got uh, she got her points in there when like you said it wasn't happening for your ball yep. club I mean you have had kids in the games I've seen come off the bench and do something for you yep it doesn't have to be
9: superstar Performance, although it was pretty close for her tonight, yeah, mean, that was right. one of her best games, yeah. and she deserves all of, all of the praise. And because it's not easy, because there's nights that Lakota Shaleski gets to play 30 seconds, and then there's nights like tonight where we run her tongue out of her mouth. And for a, a teenage kid or any any human being on a team, that's not an easy role to accept. And I understand that, and I'm, I'm as direct with those kids as I can be. But I hope they understand that even on the biggest stage, that role is just as significant as anybody else's. And you better be ready when, when your role gets pulled. Because you don't know whose it's going to be, and you're going to have to step up and help this team out. Um, and it's really, I mean, it's it's 1 through 9 to 10. There's a, there's a role for everybody. It might not happen every night, but it might come, right? There, there's going to be an opportunity, so be ready. And you know, I, I I think we have a group of girls that that believe in that, and I don't think you make it to this stage with without that. And you really ate up that press
1: that they tried to throw on you yeah. in the fourth quarter. So what is the plan here some teams go back some stay since you don't play till friday you have an early game what's your plan and what do you know about these two teams that are getting ready to play
9: well we know we got the necker girl over here hardington cc who's a stud 15 pretty lengthy uh it looks like johnson brock's got a ton of size i think they play some zone we'll have to see um i'm pretty sure they play a lot of zone as well um so i mean a bunch of talent they're one of the top eight teams in the state each one of them so we got to respect that we got to watch film uh and uh, Mr. Rule said we earned the right. You know we haven't made the state tournament in 12 years, so we're staying up here the whole week. We're staying up here the whole week, even if we lost. But dang, it's a lot sweeter when you win. So we're actually going to go back down. Um, Corey Bowling's gracious enough down there, at Crete, to give us gym space tomorrow. We're going to have a practice walkthrough tomorrow morning. Go get them to do something fun. Go watch our buddies from Shelton, um, and then get prepared to take these guys on. So
1: that's, that's the way it should be. Yeah, like you said, it's great to win, but to be able to have the experience. Yes. So. We will see you Friday morning. I'll let you get going and start scouting this thing. You. Thank first, you, Doug. First state tournament win in 21 years. I couldn't believe that. Yes,
9: yes. First, for this proud program. First one of my life. So, Good yeah, job, bud. We take care of two more. We might set the record for wins at Centura. Let's, let's, do let's
1: do it. Let's do it. Let's do it, Doug. We've got three of the four semifinalists from our area in D1 with St. Cecilia, Ravenna, and Centura. So we're guaranteed a final. It's Just will Centura be there to play the Ravenna St. Cecilia winner? You've been listening to the New West Sports Medicine and Orthopedic Surgery postgame show. No matter the activity, New West is here to get you back to its schedule. Your appointment today, an incredible defensive effort by Centura, forcing 32 Elgin turnovers, 13 points for Sidney Davis, 11 points for Taya Christensen, 8.7 rebounds off the bench for Lakota Cholesky as they win it 45-27.
0: Certified Piedmontese beef, real Nebraska beef. State Tournament Basketball on News Channel Nebraska Radio has been brought to you by Husker Power Products, your full-service irrigation headquarters in Hastings and Sutton. Mary Lanning Healthcare, your care, our inspiration. Nutrient Ag Solutions, for innovative technologies, local expertise, best-in-class solutions, and service to help you lead the field this season and beyond. This has been an exclusive presentation of News Channel Nebraska Sports.